Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. How are y'all today? Uh, time flies, ah. Uh. Just like that, one week has passed. Um, the past one week has been uh, quite eventful for me, anyway. I hope it has been normal for everyone. Uh, yeah. So, as I shared with some students, the the past two weeks had been. Uh, it feels hectic for me. <laughs> uh, partly because it's uh, it's quite different from my three months retreat because suddenly I have to. I have classes and. Um, there are appointments, students want to catch up with me, students want to consult me, uh, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so uh, the, the first week was quickly filling up, so I had to move some to the second week, and then next thing you know, second week was more or less filled up. Yeah, so yeah, but uh, all in, it's been a fruitful week. Yeah, so. <coughs> Without much further ado, let's get started. Um, we stopped at the one of the paragraph, so I'm going to just switch over and continue from there. Yeah, so we stop here. Uh, hang on. Uh. The text seems to be a bit off alignment. Ah, because I use this one note for something else. So the size is a bit off. Oh, wait. I cannot. I need to adjust it a bit so that my face, my video. Uh, I my video. <coughs> okay. Is the text visible? Is it is the text too small? Let me know. Uh. Yeah, because I'm looking at it on the big screen, so um, I, I don't know whether it's too small for everybody. Oh. Do let me know if you cannot hear me or cannot see the text. Uh, I will try to make adjustments. Uh, so you continue here. Uh, yes, good afternoon to Bian and uh, Sui Heng, to Lama, Michael, those who just came on, good afternoon. Uh, we continue. So, from last week, So, the week before, yeah, the week before, uh, we went through some examples and uh, uh, okay, thank you, thank you, Sai Kyung and uh, Siwin. Yeah, uh, glad the text is okay. So, the we went through the example of Venerable Mahamugalana. Yeah, we also went through the example of Venerable uh, Angulimala. So, those are examples from the Buddha's time. So, my teacher is saying that. Even today, if a Buddhist, yeah, if a Buddhist in a past life has done some uh, unwholesome deeds, yeah, 
And uh, but in this life, uh, come in touch with Buddhism. And important criteria: uh, This is a, an important criteria. So the first one is to have encountered Buddhism. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should just use a highlighter. Oh, how come the highlighter? Or oh, this not highlighter. This one is highlighter. Highlighter. Okay, yes. So this is the first criteria. We must encounter the Buddha Dharma. Yeah, but this alone is insufficient. Secondly, you must do what? Ronan Nuli So we must uh, diligently learn the Buddha Dharma. Yeah, then the result is my teacher used the word singin, uh, good fortune or good luck um, in a sense that um, you are able to resolve or, or uh, the, the, the past bad karma upon ripening or it can be uh, it can be transformed in that sense now before we think that oh this is just a hat trick found in the Mahana tradition. Actually, in the Pali Canon, the Buddha talked about this. And what he described, he used the example of uh, uh, the simile, uh, a metaphor, a simile of uh, a pinch of salt, a, a grain of salt. That if you have, if you have some salt and you put the salt in a in a cup with water, the cup will just become salty. But if you put a put some salt and throw it into a lake, uh, the lake will still not taste of anything, yeah, uh, because the 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 amount of um, uh, the amount of the fresh water in the lake is so much more, yeah. So in com contrast, the the bad karma uh, or rather the salt would just be diluted so much, yeah. So similarly, if a person um, were to do a lot of wholesome deeds. Yeah, tremendous amount of wholesome deeds. The past karma, even when ripened, will be so much more diluted. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's not simply about all oh, becoming a Buddhist. It's not simply about coming into touch with the Dharma. But you must learn Buddhism diligently. That means you must practice. Oh. So my teacher then over here he says, "若不是佛教徒." <coughs> <coughs> yeah, so this 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 one line where where I know some students will feel a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, because that it seems a bit um monopolistic, isn't it? It seems as though, oh, this is something that is unique only to Buddhists. And it's a very strange thing because um insofar as I know, um if the same is said of any religion, they'll be like, yeah, of course, only of my religion have this. But Buddhists are very <laughs> uncomfortable to, to make such a statement or to hear such a statement that there's anything special about being a Buddhist. You realize that? If you tell people, oh, only if you become a Buddhist, then you have this guarantee or you have this, um, uh, like, benefit. Yeah? People feel uncomfortable. Um, I suspect it's because uh, as far as the teaching is concerned we, we, it is meant to be an impersonal, unbiased teaching 
right? The Dharma is like uh, is is what the Buddha observed of reality, and reality doesn't play favorites. So then, why just Buddhist? Yeah, but just because it's uh, an unbiased, impersonal, natural law. Um, that statement, this statement, it doesn't mean that this is not true. What is not true is simply declaring yourself as a Buddhist, simply filling up the form as a Buddhist, then you gain all the full benefits of being a Buddhist? No. Because if a person is a Buddhist to the full extent of the meaning of the term itself, <coughs> which is that you are a disciple of the Buddha, but bear in mind in the Buddha's time, <laughs> there were disciples of the Buddha who were truant, who didn't really practice, and so they don't benefit from being the disciple of the Buddha. <clears throat> to benefit from being a Buddhist, to benefit from being a disciple of the Buddha, uh, you need to learn what the Buddha has taught and practice accordingly. Then you get benefit. Yeah. It's like if you know a doctor but you don't learn anything from the doctor and so you and 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 you live a life that is detrimental to your physical health you can know all the doctors in the whole world you can even know the the hospital head you know you can know the minister of health it doesn't matter you are still going to be unhealthy yeah so to the extent, uh, as far as the Buddhist teaching is concerned, even if a person is not outwardly declared as a Buddhist, but if the person conforms with the truth, conforms with the Dharma, that is the truth, then the person and, and practice accordingly, the person would still gain the benefit. How do we know? Well the Buddha was one. When the Buddha uh, became an ascetic and then practiced yeah, all the way up to the point where when he decided to abandon the extreme ascetic practices of self-mortification and then he practiced on his own the sublime uh, form concentration yeah, quietened his mind and then uh, directed his mind towards uh, the cause of suffering yeah, and examine the, the, the causality and come to the observation of the patterns that he called the Dharma the patterns that of what suffering is the origin of suffering the cessation of suffering yeah. then he, he, he come to the realization he come to the liberation that we call enlightenment, Nibbana yeah. and all while during this period, he was technically not a Buddhist, isn't it? Right? Because in his last birth, yeah, our, I mean the, the, the Second Muni Buddha's last birth, at that point in time, there's no other Buddha yeah, that is present. There's no Buddha Dharma to speak of. Yeah. So, but the question is, how many of us can do that? Right? Uh, most people can't do that. Yeah, most people are not able to and so for most people you need to come into the Buddha's teaching in the contact and then practice diligently then you can have the benefits yeah, otherwise 
cannot. So this statement still holds. Because the reasoning, not because of some inner circle. Oh, because you don't have the refuge taking booklet, so sorry, you have to go and suffer. No, not because of that. So, or, or, or maybe this person has just entered into the Buddhist teaching. Entered into this practice. So, and so don't really know about the about Buddha Dharma. Don't know. So have not learned and practiced the uh the Diamond Sutra. Have not done that. Okay. Then of course if you have not learned this teaching, it because just because you are you become a Buddhist and you come into contact with the Buddha Dharma, you, you don't overnight learn everything. Ma. So step by step. So before you reach this stage, then you don't get the benefit, of course. Oh. So, so this is about uh this is actually uh what do you call it? Oh wait, sorry. I'm trying to scroll. So So this is a, a book, a collection of uh testimonies. Yeah. Buddhists also have testimonies. <laughs> yeah. So those the testimonies of those who uh practice the Diamond Sutra and what their their experiences. Yeah. So it is like the testimony of those who practice the Diamond Sutra. So in this book it says so there's this guy presumably yeah, so so uh, so he, he he holds a certain rank in the army uh supposed to be a, a certain uh, the name of a certain uh, post yeah so a certain officer I guess and this person what about him uh, he is from the Tang dynasty yeah that era and this person he likes to go hunting yeah so just a side note so my teacher like to use the word Huanxi yeah but in modern times we tend to say Xi Huan. Yeah. Uh, from what I know, the Huan Xi in Hokkien is Huan Hi. I, I don't know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but from what I know, the yeah, Huan Xi is Huan Hi. Uh, should be a. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, if, if you notice the some of the words from the um, uh, earlier usage and today, sometimes it's opposite. Uh. But anyway, this guy, uh, he delights in hunting, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, he does something else. Uh, so this is something. When I read this last time, I'm a bit like perplexed. Like, if he reads the Diamond Sutra, why does he still go and do hunting? But human beings, we are we are paradoxical, you know, yeah. 
on one hand we can be very kind but on the other hand we can sometimes be very mean on one hand we can learn the sutra and delight in it and really find meaning in it but on the other hand you know we can engage in activities like hunting but and without seeing the dichotomy yeah so we are paradoxical even from the Tang dynasty period and I think um, as long as we are not enlightened the way we act and the way we speak over time uh, oftentimes there will be discrepancies yeah, uh, where we are not congruent so yeah, so uh, so not just a few days many years so one day he suddenly passed away uh, but his family members when they attend to him he, he looks like he's still alive uh, that he still have the breath so his body is still warm. So yeah, So seeing that he looks still he still looks well. He looks still like he's still alive, his body is still warm, so didn't send him away. Yeah. And continue to uh, protect his body. Uh, if he is in Singapore today, then maybe send to ICU. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, or if he's declared clinically dead, then the authorities may require the body to become, uh, what do you call that? What is that phrase called? After dying, then um, the undertakers will do something. What is that phrase called? Embalm. Yeah. His body will be embalmed. Then no chance for him to wake up. But in the Tang Dynasty, there's no such a law. So they just take care of him, presumably the body. Yeah. So after some time, he, he just wake up. Yeah, and his family members ask him, what happened? Uh, so this, this is the opening. Yeah. Uh, what happened? So he said, uh, he described what he saw. He said, 我看见有人有人来把我带到一个地方，啊，其中有一个好像是王，还有些办事的人，啊，另外还有十几个造罪的人在一起，啊，so <笑> this is the setting that he saw some people come and bring him to another place, and in that place there is someone who seemed to be the king there, yeah, and um. Besides that, there are also others who are then, you know, um, sort of uh, attending to matters, yeah, administrative, I don't know, yeah. So, 另外还有十几个造罪的人在一起, and besides that, there are ten other person who has committed uh, unwholesome deeds, yeah, together, presumably together with him. So, 王审问这些罪人后, yeah, uh uh, so 
the king would um, interrogate all these people yeah um, and after interrogation then those who are there to carry out the, the to do things yeah the, the stuff the stuff there uh, it's, it's interesting the description never used the word the hell wardens but yeah so those who are working there the staff would command the those others who have committed evil and wholesome deeds to open up their mouth and then insert a pill so this is very interesting it's not pour burning lava inside but just insert the pill inside yeah yeah, just a pew. Never describe how big or small, but just a pew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so this is this is like combustion, uh, combustion punishment. So uh, just insert the pew. And then the 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 person's uh, body will just catch fire, vroom, yeah, and burn up the whole body into a crisp, vroom, and until it's completely disintegrated, and then spontaneously, instantaneously, the body would, uh, the person would just reappear. Yo, uh, yeah, suddenly appear again. So, 那么一个 一个两个，一个二个，三个，四个，should be 一个两个哈，一个两个三个四个，后来轮到我了。哦，so so then he says that uh, there are a lot of animals, yeah, a lot of beasts, a lot of creatures around. Yeah. So all these animals around him, uh, surrounding, uh, they are able to speak. Yeah, and they demand for his life. So the king said, yeah, so the king said that you have killed so many of these beast creatures, so they all want your life. Open up your mouth. Yeah. So So I he has no choice. He open up his mouth. So then what happened? Yeah, so the the stuff there put in one pill. Something different. Yeah. 连连续投了三个完，都不起火。So continuously insert, yeah, one doesn't catch fire, two, three, nothing happened. So so peculiar. So the king said, 你这个人奇怪啊，不起火，你做了什么功德的事呢？啊，so the king, uh, so the king says like this, you are you are strange person, ah, how come it doesn't combust? Yeah, what have you done that is uh, meritorious? What kind of meritorious deeds have you done? So he replied, Yeah, he said, I read the Diamond Sutra every day. Yeah. So, so the king said, 
说读了多少 and he replied 读两千多部了 so he said uh, 2000 over sets so if you read one set a day so a year is 365 so maybe about um, 6 6 over years uh, 6, six plus years if he read one set a day yeah, and he read 2,000 over set so it's about 6-7 years of this uh, reading yeah, so that much of uh, merits uh. so the so what happened? Uh, so the, the king then said 怪不得不起火 yeah, 怪不得不起火 原来这样子很好你还可以延长十五年的寿命你继续读金刚经好了就把我放回来了<笑> so the king actually because of that the king said uh, Ayan, no wonder why the, you, know, you, you don't combust uh, so this is the reason why very well uh, your lifespan can be uh, extended by another 15 years yeah, so you can continue to read your Diamond Sutra, read the Diamond Sutra. Yeah, so go back and read. <laughs> yeah, then, uh, then he he's supposed to have been sent back. Yeah, so according to this text, okay. Now bear in mind, this is what what is this text? This is not Diamond Sutra. This part is from. Uh, let me use the highlighter. So this is from. Yeah, so this is the testimony of those who recite or to, who practice the Diamond Sutra. So this is not Diamond Sutra. Um, and according to this part of the story or of this testimony, something like that happened. Yeah, something like that happened. Um, <clears throat> when I when I see such uh, accounts, right, uh, I I have my own question marks, huh? yeah. So, uh, but sometimes I ask students, I say, so do you want to give it a try? Huh? Do you want to take that risk that you can have some special leeway? Uh, by reciting the Dhamma Sutra so you can continue doing nonsense uh, I think better not uh. <laughs> yeah hey hey so, so you only reach 1900 then it's not sufficient to have a get out of jail free how <laughs> and and there's no indication how many uh. yeah and bear in mind again this is the testimony this is not based on the Sutra okay so another story so my teacher cited a few stories and all these sections is about uh, is recounting or, or highlighting some of the benefits of doing the practice of Diamond Sutra. So, 另外唐朝还有还有个叫徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐徐
I had to go and find and then I find it uh, hard to remember so I wrote down <laughs> 徐起的人 家里很富有,有一天有一百多个土匪来抢夺他的东西,他的财富。把他绑在柱子上,要用剑射他。So there's this person who is called Xu 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 Qi. So this person. And he is quite well to do. And one day, uh, there are some bandits who come to rob him. Yeah, hundred over, 100 <laughs> One or two, that's enough. Uh, 100 hundred over the, of them come to rob him of his wealth. So tie him up uh, on the on the pillar. Is it the pillar? Pillar beam? Yeah, pillar. Yeah, So tie him up on the pillar. Uh, and use arrow to shoot him. So, Ta Sing Xiang, Jing Gang Bu Hai Sen, Jing Ru So he had this thought. Yeah. So the the impervious uh, impervious diamond body. Yeah. Jing Ru So today how? Yeah. How how is is it going to be? Something like that. So, Ta Zen Suo Zhe Chi Hua, the Siho, Jiu Kan Dao Xu Kong Yo Fuo Chu Xian, Bing Fang Guang Ming. Bing Fang Guang Ming. So, as he said these words, uh, he, he observed that in the sky, uh, Buddha, there's a Buddha that appeared yeah, and uh, shined brilliantly. So, so at that time, all the hundred of them, all of the hundred bandits, shot arrows at him. Uh, uh, so they are not very far, not very far away, but none of the arrows shot him. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you my my opinion about this. Uh, I uh, I'm I'm not a uh, how do I put it? Okay, let me finish the story first. So too fair, yeah. So the, the bandits said, you know, the bandits felt very strange and said, you know, what kind of uh, uh, mysterious arts do you have? Uh, special arts yeah, or special skill do you have? So he replied and said, yeah. No, I, I don't have any special skills or special art. Yeah, I just read the Diamond Sutra every day. So, these bandits became very touched and didn't dare to uh, steal his things and run away. Uh, <laughs> I'm a very, I think I'm a very strange monk. Huh? <laughs> I think, not to mention monks, I think most people 
maybe some many people after when we read such texts, they'll be very touched, very impressed, and they'll be very moved to and inspired even to read the Diamond Sutra. I'm one of those people that people old people say very tiki one. So whenever I read such when I hear of such texts, I'm bit of uh, sorry to my teacher. <laughs> I'm explaining the Diamond Sutra with his text and then now I'm saying such things. But I can't help it, you know. When I see such text, my mind, uh, the wheels start to turn, you know. And I look at this story and I think to myself, as I said, you don't need 100% to, to come and rob someone. Because in the story, although he's very rich, I would presume he has a lot of servants, but there's no indication in the story of any servants. Which is kind of, strange you know omission like why is that omission of all the individuals because if there's no servants at home nobody at home he's the only one at home why do you need 100% maybe you, you need 100% to steal so much things right but why do you need 100% to shoot at one person if they all manage to physically tie him to a pillar just take the arrow and stab him I mean Amitofo <laughs> I don't advocate violence or killing people but this, there's something wrong with the story. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> this story is supposed to, to be an inspiration for people to say, Wow, so powerful. You read Diamond Sutra, so powerful. But to me, it's like, come on, come on, have a better story. Yeah. But maybe this is how the story really happened. I don't know. Yeah, but this kind of story don't work for me. Because when I read this, there'll be so many things that come out in my mind. Like what I just said. I don't need an arrow, I just take a pen, stab you, <laughs> cannot hold. <laughs> Why do I need to, you know what I mean? <laughs> and my teacher even highlighted that in the text it says that 距离不是很远. You know, 距离不是很远. At the first place, they tied him to a pillar. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't know how y'all, what y'all think about this. Huh? But I... I feel that sometimes we need to apply critical thinking. Yeah. Uh, and when I look at this, it's like, wait, 100 of them managed to get this guy tied up to a pillar, which means that regardless of how many servants there are, they have been subdued. And if they manage to physically hold him to a pillar and tie him up, maybe just tie one more and then, you know, strangle him. Maybe. Yeah. So, I don't know, yeah, it, it sounds a bit like those James Bond movie, you know, the James Bond movie where the villain, instead of, like, they already have gun and they have a lot of kakia, why don't they just say, okay, kill him, bam, okay, end of story, right? But they must say, okay, you know, they must escape first, and in the process, they must devise a very convoluted way that takes two hours before the before James Bond will die and always enough time for James Bond to escape uh, I don't know <laughs> like if I'm a villain if I want to be a villain yeah, just pam kill die <laughs> again Amitofo no, I don't want to do that and I have no intent to do that intention to do that but this kind of story sometimes raises more questions for me than um, increase my faith yeah but this is how the story was told okay uh, maybe it works for some of you and if it works for you, good for you. I'm happy for you, but it doesn't work for me. Okay, so if it doesn't work for you, know that it doesn't work for Sufu also. Yeah. 
between you and me, I was hoping to have some uh, some stories, some testimonies, you know, where the person read Diamond Sutra and it helps them to look at things differently and have wisdom and so they deal with things differently and escape, you know, kind of like MacGyver kind of story then like 100 bandits but somehow fail to kill this person. Yeah, or, 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 um, like, they send one person and try to kill him, but failed because of the power of his merits. Yeah, and no matter how he, they, they step, the, the arrow just, the, the knife just broke. So that's why they decided to just shoot arrow. And then somehow the arrow, when they first fire, wind blow it away. Second time they, they shoot, then the tree fall, you know. And so all hundred of them tried separately and all of them failed. Yeah, and they decided to return. Yeah, to me, that would be a more credible thing. Yeah, but perhaps because it was not scripted, uh, and it, perhaps this is really what happened. So sometimes strange things are truth, and the true things are actually scripted. Mm, don't know. Army <laughs> Tofu. So, uh, yeah, so you must know that I, I seldom read testimonies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not into reading the testimony of people who do this, practice, that practice. Um, I find faith in the teachings themselves because they make sense. Um, people's accounts of their, the teachings, yeah, makes for interesting stories, but for me, um, many of these stories often have some kind of unexplainable portion and to me, uh, especially in the context of Diamond Sutra, so <laughs> I don't know about you all, maybe you all can share your thoughts. Like what kind of stories inspires you more and instills more faith in you? Yeah, or is anyone of you still listening? <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe, um, yeah, I don't know, you, maybe you all can share the kind of stories that make sense to you. So. 这是说受持读诵金刚经有这样大的功德我们的我们的确应该努力受持金刚经能够先是罪业则为消灭当得阿尿多罗三藐三菩提所以 if you recall last week I cited another sutra which is the Angulimala Sutta and in that sutta uh, Venerable Angulimala didn't escape. In fact, I I feel compelled to read to you all the part of it. Let me try to find it. Um, uh, should be from the Majjhima Nikaya. Yeah. So if you all were to were to humor me. If you all can humor me, let me find it. Uh, I think it's 86, yes. So, Majima Nikaya, uh, Sutta 86. Let me see whether you all can see. Uh, oh, sorry, the, my, my screen is a bit too small. So, this is from the Majima Nikaya, 
Middle Length Discourses, Sutta number 86. Uh, so, I'm, I'm not going to go through the whole Sutta, but I just want to go through the last part. Um, so, the, the last part of his life. Uh, then, when it was morning, the Venerable Angulimala, dressed and taking his bowl and outer rope, went into Sabati for Venerable, uh, for alms. Yeah. So, meaning that uh, one day, he, uh, when it was morning, he entered into Sabati, you know, uh, Sabati Sawekwo. So, it was one of the uh, famous city. It's a city-state. And uh, he went in for alms. And when he went in there, what happened? Now on that occasion, someone threw a clot and hit the Venerable Angulimala's body. So someone threw like something like a stone and hit him. Um, and uh, someone else threw a stick and hit his body. So threw a stick, hit his body. And someone else threw a pot shirt, pot, pot's hurt, and hit his body. Then with blood running from his cut head, with his bowl broken, with his outer rope torn, uh, the Venerable Angulimala went to the Blessed One. Yeah. So over here, it only described three persons attacking him. Uh, but the result is, his head was cut uh, with blood flowing. The arm's bowl was broken. His outer rope was torn. Yeah. And in this way, he went to see the Blessed One, referring to the Buddha. The Blessed One saw him coming in the distance and told him, Bear it, Brahmin, bear it, Brahmin. Yeah. You are experiencing here and now the results of deeds because of which you might have been tortured in hell for many years, for many hundreds of years, for many thousands of years. Mm. In some translations, um, it, it uh, narrates Variba Angulimala's thoughts like, hey, how come this is happening? So that's why he went to see the Buddha. And the Buddha's reply is that whatever you have done in the past, you, the result is that you should be tortured in hell for many years, many hundreds, thousands of years. So you are just experiencing a fraction. Just a fraction. Yeah. Then, while the Venerable Angulimala was alone in retreat, experiencing the bliss of deliverance, he uttered this, his exclamation, who once did live in negligence, and then is negligent no more, he illuminates this world like the moon freed from a cloud, who checks the evil deeds he did by doing, by doing wholesome deeds instead, he illuminates this world like the moon freed from a cloud. The youthful bhikkhu who devotes his efforts to the Buddha's teachings, teaching illuminates this world like the, the moon freed from, the cloud, from a cloud. Let my enemies hear this course on the Dharma. Let them be devoted to the Buddha's teaching. Let my enemies wait on those good people who lead others to accept the Dharma. Let my enemies give ear from time to time and hear the Dharma of those who preach forbearance, of those who speak as well in praise of kindness, and let them follow up with kind deeds. For surely then they will not wish to harm me. 
nor would they think of harming other beings. So those who would protect all, frail or strong, let them attain the all-surpassing peace. Or quite, quite a bit more. Eh? So bear with me. <laughs> Conduit makers guide the water. Fletchers straighten out the arrow shaft. Carpenters straighten out the timber. But wise men seek to tame themselves. There are some that tame with beatings, some with goats and some with whips. But I was tamed by such alone who has no rod nor any weapon. Harmless is the name I bear, though I was dangerous in the past. The name I bear today is true. I hurt no living being at all. So Verba Angulimala, his original name was Ahimsa, which is the uh, hum harmlessness, the harmless one. Yeah. But in the end, he became the, the serial killer who killed many people. Uh, that's a background story. Uh, maybe one of the SGC I can share. Then, um, so he became known as Angulimala, the, the, gal, the, the necklace of, of fingers, yeah, uh, which is described below. So, uh, and though I once lived as a bandit, known to all as Finger Garland, yeah, the garland of finger, so that, that is literally Angulimala, or Angulimala is literally Finger Garland. One whom the great flood swept along, I went for refuge to the Buddha. And though I once was bloody-handed with the name of Finger Garland, see the refuge I have found. The bond of being has been cut. While I did many deeds that lead to rebirth in the evil realms, yet the result has reached me now. So I eat free from death. Yeah. They are fools and have no sense who give themselves to negligence, but those of wisdom guard diligence and treat it as their greatest good. Do not give, away, give way to negligence, nor seek delight in sensual pleasures, but meditate with diligence so as to reach the perfect bliss. So welcome to that choice of mine and let it stand. It was not ill-made of all the teachings resorted to. I have come to the very best. So welcome to that choice of mine and let it stand. It was not ill-made. I have attained the triple knowledge and done all that the Buddha teaches. Ayah. For me, I'm, I'm inspired by this. Yeah. In that, when he um, attained enlightenment, he, um, he didn't kind of just escape scot-free. The results still came out. To me, I'm... I, I, I shouldn't say that the other stories doesn't make sense. Huh? I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. But <laughs> this story speaks a lot to me because it talks about the power of the wisdom. That um, despite the results ripening, how he is able to face it differently as an arahant. <laughs> uh, to me, that is the power the, the beauty and power of wisdom. Yeah. It's not that you have wisdom, then you get you just escape everything scot-free. But the difference is that even when bad things happen, you are able to face it differently. Amitofu. <coughs> okay, I digress, huh? sorry. Uh, but I feel that because when we read through and we go through the, the Jing Gang Jing Ci Yan Ji. Um, I don't want you all to 
walk away with, um, in my opinion, the wrong idea. Yeah, to think that, oh, I can just read Diamond Sutra on one hand and then on the other hand, continue to do stupid things and then get away scot-free. Huh? Uh, that shouldn't be the takeaway. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so, so my teachers, so the, the last part of the, this paragraph, 能够先是罪业则为消灭。Yeah, so, similar direction, yeah, but the emphasis is a bit different. Oh. And the important thing is behind. Yeah, that ultimately that one can attain to the unsurpassed. So this Anyotolo Samyao Samputi Anyotolo Samyao Samputi is none other than Anu Taro Samyap. Some yep. Hey, sorry, my my right thing. Some car. <laughs> some yep. Some body. Uh, also known as some anutaro, sama, some body. Yeah. So the first one is Sanskrit, second one is Pali. Oh. <coughs> yeah, in other words, uh, Buddhahood. Okay. So Shri Puti, I Hang on. This part. Uh, so this is from the sutra itself for those who are new the dark bowl uh, black colored text that is from the diamond sutra itself the lighter colored one the normal text <coughs> that is my teacher's uh, explanation uh, so so in this so there are subcategories uh, so in this subcategory uh, what about it so in the first in this category in this section uh, the first category uh, raises up the external wealth uh, external wealth and there are altogether two subsection uh, two paragraph uh, uh, so, first external wealth. External wealth split into two paragraphs. The first paragraph talks about the tricosm world system filled with the seven treasures to be uh, given out. Yeah, so, to, to, do, to do giving, the practice of generosity to this extent. To what extent? To the extent of, first of all, fill up. Wow, this is really massive. Uh, Tricosm world system of seven treasures. I mean, the truth is, if you can fill up a tricosm world system of anything, that is a lot of material. Okay, and now talking about seven treasures, precious things. Yeah, so 
so much precious things and you give it away. So this is the first category. Second category, Heng He Sa, Heng He Sa Su, Sijie, Qi Bao Bu Shi. So how many world systems? As many as the world system that can be described using the grains of the Ganges River. <coughs> so if the Ganges River, uh, number of grains in the Ganges River be G, so G times G of world system, yeah, filled with the seven treasures, and that amount you give away. So this kind of uh, descriptors, okay. So the the second great chapter uh, section, G So the first one is Chai Why Chai Here second section, so the giving internally, in other words, referring to the body. Similarly, split into two two paragraphs. Yeah, so the first category to give away one's life. Yeah. Not about committing suicide. Huh? It's about sacrificing one's life for the benefit of others. Yeah. Um, and how many times? As many times as there are grains of sand in the Ganges River. Innumerable. Yeah. So then the second category, uh, the second uh, category. Su. <coughs> So, so in the daytime, continuously, yeah, to give away one's life as innumerable as the grains of the Ganges River. The earlier one is just a one-time thing, but as much as the Ganges River's grains of sand. Here is the as much as the grains of sand in the Ganges River, you give away your life continuously for 12 hours. Ri San Shi. is 12 hours. Oh, wow, this is uh, wow, quite amazing. So, so this is the third great section. Uh, yeah. So now the third section, the third grade section, uh, cites uh, Sakyamuni Buddha's past life. When he was in his past life as a Bodhisattva, uh, or when he was practicing the Bodhisattva path, the merits that he uh, performed, yeah? the meritorious deeds that he performed. Yeah, as a comparison to look at <coughs> to 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 help us to understand uh, the 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 supreme uh, benefits yeah of practicing learning the uh, wisdom path of the diamond sutra uh, or this diamond uh, or this uh, wisdom path so Shi 
So this Nayuta, this is actually a, a numerical unit. Oh, a numerical unit. I will show you this chart. I will probably post a link. Um, it's a wiki link and uh, it, there's a lot of different description. Huh? So, wo, so, so this statement, then my teacher explained, So this is referring to Sakyamuni Buddha. Oh, this is the word here. 我在Randan佛之前的无量阿僧祇劫。So before, so this Randan佛 appear in a lot of uh, sutras. So this is none other than Buddha Dipankara. Yeah. Uh, so one of the Buddha's name, uh, Buddha Dipankara. So um, how long ago before this Buddha? So Buddha Dipankara is before Sakyamuni Buddha. So before Buddha Dipankara, uh, for a long time, how long? Wuliang Asan So for an immeasurable Asankhya Kappa, which is very, very long. So long that it's immeasurable. Yeah. Uh, at that time. So Chen Yu Jian Ba Bai Si Wan Na Yu Ba Bai Si Wan Yi. So Nayuta is a very big number. Okay, let me just uh, pull out my mini research. I I went to look look around to find out what exactly is Nayuta. <laughs> so according to a source, uh ten Okay, different sources have different, slightly different definition. Okay, one definition of Nayuta, uh, the Sanskrit is is also is actually Nayuta. Yeah, so this is a transliteration. Huh? One definition is ten to the power of one one two, ten to the power of one one two. Okay, Nayuta is this number. Another definition is ten to the power of. 38. Another one is 10 to the power of 72, I think. Let me see. 71, sorry. 10 to the power of 71. Um, another one is 10 to the power of 60. Okay. So we have slightly different definition depending on which sources, which commentary. They because the commentaries would base it on different sutras where known numbers are defined and then with reference to those known numbers uh, other subdivision units are being defined and from there they build up to what is a Nayuta and so different commentaries define it slightly uh, well not slightly but quite differently yeah. <coughs> now I don't know about you <laughs> but the smallest is 10 to the power of 38. Uh, it, it, that, that number blows my mind. Uh. Uh, 10, 10 to the power of 6 is 1 million. Okay? So you just multiply 10, 38 times. So huge numbers. And on top of that, <clears throat> so this Nayuta is just here. 
And before that, there is still the 84,000 yi. To me, even if you take this out, 84,000 yi itself is a very huge number already. And so, some, sometimes when you look at the sutras, <coughs> you can see how... Um, now, there are some people who say that. So, these numbers are meant to highlight the immensity. Uh, some people then say, no, it's not meant to be just to highlight that, the immensity, but it's to be taken literally that number. <coughs> so, uh, I, I think either way, it's immense. Uh. Yeah. So, here it says that before uh, Buddha Dipankara, uh, the Buddha has, Sakyamuni Buddha has already met so many other Buddhas. Yeah, so many other Buddhas. Why is this important? Uh, because when the Buddha met Buddha Dipankara, he made the, the vow, yeah, he made the aspiration, and Buddha Dipankara yeah, made the confirmation, uh, prophesizing that he will in future attain Buddhahood. Yeah. Uh, so before that, he has met so many Buddhas and has done a lot of meritorious practices. Uh, and we have run out of time. And we have stopped here. So, um, I think I should add on that uh, sometimes when we read some such descriptions, we may walk away in awe, yeah, uh, or we may walk away disheartened. Yeah. In awe is obvious, but sometimes we may end up being disheartened because like, what well, then where are we, you know? And as a result, we may in, in contrast feel like, well, why bother? But I like what my teacher once said. He said, when we do the repentance puja, uh, we should do this reflection. In fact, whenever we bow down to the Buddha, we should reflect, today I bow to the Buddha, but many, many aeons ago, many, many kalpas ago, the Buddha was just like us. Today, he is being, um, we pay reverence to him, we take refuge in the Buddha, in all the Buddhas. Because many, many kalpas, many, many aeons ago, the Buddha started to change himself started to improve himself, started to make the decision to live his life not just for himself. And it is true persistent effort, bit by bit, gradually, that over time, he was able to attain the unsurpassed perfect enlightenment. And similarly, if only we start today and persist unceasingly, tirelessly, then one day we will attain likewise the deathless Nibbana. Amitabha. Yuan Xiao San Zhang Tu Fan Nao. Yuan De Zi Hui Zen Ming Liao. Pu Yuan Zui Zhang Si Xiao Chu. Shi Shi Chang Xing Pu Sa Dao. Amitabha. Chi Li.